Blog Talk Radio. Uh-oh. We got some difficult. Here we go. Battery 100%. Connected Tec- to iPad 
if you're listening, please, you know, send me some information. My email address is LakerGirl, and that's with a U-L-A-K-E-R-G-U-R-L, the number two at Gmail, and send me some of your ideals. But thank you guys for tuning in tonight. Or I said tonight, today. Actually, the Lakers play today. They play the Bucks. I will be in the building at the Crypto Arena today. They play at 4 p.m. today. Um, so I will be in the building, in my seats, in my regular seats. I'm not a season ticket holder, but I do know a uh, season ticket holder that allow me to have his tickets. So um, let's get into it. So let's get into the preseason first, you guys, because the Lakers – you know, since we talked last Sunday, the Lakers um, have played Brooklyn, and they were pretty good. They did beat Brooklyn. Again, this is preseason. Preseason basically is just filling out the um, the team players that they have on the team to see who they're going to keep in the long haul and who they're not going to keep. Um, we're also going to get into, um, like I said, the Milwaukee Bucks. We're going to see – uh, the matchup, what we have with them. And also we're going to talk about LeBron and this new uh, two-year contract that he's getting close to $100 million for two years, guys. I don't know. Does he deserve that? Does he deserve that? Um, but the preseason, like I mentioned before, uh, we we started off, you know, since we talked, uh, the Lakers played uh, the Brooklyn Nets, and, and then they, they did beat the Brooklyn Nets. They did beat them. And, again, preseason, I don't care really. I care, but I don't care. You know, when the regular season hits, that's when I'm really going to care more so. Um, They beat the Brooklyn Nets, which was cool. Uh, You know, the Lakers bounced back. They beat the Brooklyn Nets to get the preseason win. Um, With with LeBron James and Austin Reeves, you know, making their preseason debut that night, the Lakers did dominate the first half. And then with their five rookies closing things out, were able to hold on to uh, on late to beat the Brooklyn Nets, 129 to 26. And that was in um, Las Vegas when they did that. Now, Jared Vanderbilt um, is out. Um, you know, his he has a his his foot, his heel. His heel of the foot is injured. And then we have Cam Reddish. He has an ankle injury. And they both set out um, that game. But the Lakers did bounce back with a strong offensive performance. Um, by, um, fueled by the return of LeBron and Austin Reeves. So it was good to see Austin Reeves and, and LeBron back in, in the lineup that, that day. Uh, and then from there we went in and then we played the Kings, the Sacramento Kings. We knew the Kings were, you know, very exciting last year. I mean, last season, not last year, but this, you know, last season. They showed up. They were amazing. I don't know about this year. I don't know what they're going to bring this year after getting, you know, uh, after we won with the Brooklyn Nets in Las Vegas on Monday, the Lakers then came back here to L.A. in Southern California, and they played in Anaheim, not our regular arena, which is the crypto arena, but they came back to Anaheim. And um, they, uh, you know, LeBron didn't play that night. You know, LeBron stated that he, you know, he hoped to play in about half the team's six exhibition contest. So he's not going to be playing, if you notice, if you're watching the preseason games, he's he's playing the first half and then he go back in the locker room, get dressed, and he's out, you know, he's done for the um, evening. Um, however, he he does hope to play, you know, in about half of the team's six exhibition contests 
And through the first two games, he was right on track. He He's sitting out the game one and then making his preseason debut, as I mentioned, with the Brooklyn Nets. He scored, uh, you know, he played 17 minutes there. He scored about 10 points. He dished about five assists. He grabbed about three rebounds, and he added a steal and blocked in a well-rounded effort. Now, following that pattern and sticking with the plan put in place, you know, LeBron will sit out. Uh, he sat out, you know, the Kings game. He didn't play with Sacramento. Um, you know, with him sitting out there, you know, basically they get to see who who is hard and who's hard, who's able to 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 match up with these guys. Um, so, you know, after making like 15 three pointers versus the Warriors and their uh, the Lakers did pretty good. You know, you know who I'm really liking right now is Torian Prince. Prince, you get that Prince? I'm a I, I love Prince. I, I might just even buy his jersey for that simple fact, Prince, just to have Prince on my back on the Laker jersey. So I'm looking to do that. I probably will buy Torian Prince. I hope that he will um, show up, um, be on the team. I like him. He can shoot. He makes his shots. I really like him. Um, you know, Max Christie, I like him as well. He's stepping up in, in, in more of a wing role. Um, Coach Ham, he, like I said, he will have a variety of choices to turn to. Um, but they did well in the Kings, um, beating the Kings that night. Um, you know, the Kings, you know, they were one of the top teams in the Western Conference last season. Um, uh, yes, uh, I'm talking to my uh, co-host, Larry Hines. He's texting me. But anyway, uh, back to what I was just saying. Um, the Kings, you know, while many of the, you know, the, the Kings took steps to revamp, you know, their roster with moves, both big and small. Um, they did, you know, remember the Sacramento Kings, they finished, you know, the West third best record last season and won. They actually, they won the Pacific Division last season. You know what I mean? So they're, they're, they were a good team. You know, I think the Kings are banking not just on continuity into their second season under Mike Brown. Remember, Mike Brown used to be our coach. He used to be our coach. But um, he seemed to be a better coach with them. He fits well with them. Now, you know, their star point guard is the Aaron Fox. Um, then they have, you know, a former Laker, Malik Monk, who I like, and also an all-star big man. You know, they got Sabonis in there for their center. But when we played them, it looks like they were playing very small. Um, you know, the Kings played uh, – the Kings play tonight, and then they got the little rock, you know, the little youngster Keegan Moore Murray. You know, Keegan Murray has a twin brother, so maybe they need to bring that dude over there to them to help them out. But you know, Keegan Morgan, he is good, and um, he's one of the big guys over there. But we did beat the Kings, so I was I was happy about that. Now, then from there, from the Kings, we then play Friday. We played. The Golden State Warriors again. Remember, we opened up with them, and they beat us. It was an exhibition game. Who cares? Nobody really cares about that. Now, they did get the Warriors. They played the Warriors this Friday. It was a good game. Lakers was in the lead. You know, they were doing well, 10-point, 12-point lead. They kept going back and forth. They let them get close. They let the um, Golden State get close, and they would take the lead again. Um, it was a trip. You know how they played. They were winning. I, I watched the game, and then in the last few minutes of the game, I guess I want to say the last five or six minutes in the game, you know, uh, again, like I said, LeBron, AD, all of them, they only played the first half. They did get in the game, but they then left 
And once they came back from the second half, they were in their uh, regular clothes and, you know, LeBron chomping down, eating. You know, you could see him. If you watched the game, you saw him on the the second half. He was in his uh, regular clothes on the sideline eating something. I don't know. But the Lakers, you know, they put in their second string, the, the bench. They put in the bench. They put in the third stringers. And the Lakers end up losing the game when they should have won that game. They were up 10 and 12 points the whole time. So they dropped the ball on that game with the Golden State Warriors. Let me go ahead and bring in Larry Hines. Good morning to you, Larry Hines, straight out of New Jersey. How are you this morning? Hey, hey Stephanie, how you doing? How's everybody doing today? Good, good, good. It's doing well. We got a short show today. You know, the the Lakers are going to be playing the Bucks. It's an early show. Well, it's not as early. It's a 4 o'clock uh, a show today, um, game time today. I will be in the building. I'm, I'm going to go check them out. I want to see Dane Dillard and uh, um, Dane the Dollar Dillard. I want to see Dane, and I want to see the Milwaukee Bucks. I want to see how they how they working together, how cohesive they work together, him and Giannis, against the Lakers. So I will be in the building today. Um, so I was just going over the preseason of what the Lakers recently did. I don't know if you have time or if you even have Spectrum, because that is if you don't have Spectrum um, Sportsnet, you're not able to watch every game that the Lakers will play this season. So uh, do you have Spectrum Sportsnet? At all, Larry? No, no. You know, I didn't catch the game. Uh, I was at work on Friday, mm. but uh, I didn't mm-hmm. catch the game. But I know I think they were up by like ten or twelve or something, and then they yeah. fell behind, and it was like one twenty nine, one twenty five or something. And uh, um, I know you were saying something about LeBron and AD didn't play the second half or something. Or, yeah, they they only played the uh, first half. They don't play the second half, and that's cool. They're just I, trying I, to really. Again, preseason is just to fill out what players yeah. they have and what players yeah. are going to um, make it on the team eventually. You know, how, and, and then Coach Ham is trying to fill out what type of, um, you know, what he should put out there. You know, Golden State Warriors, to me, they are not that good. They don't. They play very small no. ball. It's a lot of three points that's being, you know, three point shots are being shot. Now that's what. It seems like that's what the league is going to right now. You know what I mean? It's yeah. no longer a big man's game. It's more of a small ball game. What do you think? I agree with you. It's, it's more of a small ball. It seems like now that they don't even really – I don't even know if they even call center centers anymore. I think they call them point forwards or something or something. That I know I know mm-hmm. Shaq has, you know, many times said that, you know, they needed, you know, as far as calling them centers. But, uh, I think agree. It is. It's more of a three-point league, and then also it's like the pace is. Uh, you know, you don't really see a lot of defense anymore out there on the floor. Now you see a lot of yeah. guys jack up shots, and um, and so a lot of these guys they fell in love with the three-point shot, and uh, I think that's that's hurt the league a little bit because you know it's like the de- there's really no defense, and I agree. Golden State. I mean, what I've seen, I just don't know how it's going to work because they got. You know, where are the minutes going to fall with Paul and uh, Steph and those guys? And then also, I think Draymond, I think if he had center, I heard somebody might play center. But I just – I'm not sold on him. I, I think because the the thing is with age is, you know, is, if, if mm-hmm. Clay and them don't – you know, one bad injury, I mean, and mm-hmm. I just think that the Lakers are going to – you know, those big bodies, it's going gonna, it's gonna to take its toll when they go against those teams like – 
Golden State because the size of the Lakers and the Warriors, the Warriors just don't have really a lot of big bodies. I mean, they. Right. I mean, I, I don't even know if Looney did he play Friday. I didn't even know if. Uh, uh, was the Golden, Golden State? I don't. I don't know. To be honest with you, I don't remember him being in there. Yeah. You know, I'm not. I'm, I'm only familiar with their starters on Golden State Warriors. Draymond again. He was out. Um, Monk. Uh, well, Monk is on the on, on what's the name's team on the Kings, but they started off their team with um, Clay, Steph Curry, which was crazy to me, plus Chris Paul. This is this yeah. was their starting lineup, and Andrew Wiggins. I can't remember who they had in the middle at the time, but they it was very small. The team was very small. Um, who started against the Lakers, and I think that's how the Lakers was able to kind of capitalize because, again, Austin Reeves and, and LeBron and AD, everybody was in the game in the first half. The Lakers took the lead. They were up by 12 points, pretty much kept a 10-point lead on on them until they, you know, kept going back and forth where they would let Golden State get back into the game. Then the second half, you know, every you know the starters left the game, and then they, you know, their um, uh, coach Ham put – in the bench and, and just allow those guys to go against these players. Um, you know, they it, the Golden State did come away with the win, 129-25, um, but the Lakers did. They controlled the majority of the starters' yeah. minutes, and they um, they took a seven-point lead, like I said, into the halftime from there. You know, both teams began, um, you know, using their bench. Um, LeBron James, like I told you, he, 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 he changed it to his street codes at the half. And um, – then, you know, the first half, you know, LeBron James in team, in, in company, scored like 70 points by intermission. They were like 54, almost 55% shooting with like 10 three-pointers. And, um, but Gabe Vincent, you know, he's out. I think he has back issues right now. Um, and I really like Gabe um, Vincent. I'm yeah. glad that we acquired him. Jared Vanderbilt and Cam Reddish, Cam Reddish they were out to both with various elements, you know. So Coach Darvin, he basically, you know, he he highlighted that the team had 18 assists on 23 baskets at the half. So, you know, I thought they should have won that game, but yeah. for some reason they didn't. Now, what, who I am liking, as I mentioned at the top of the show, was Torian Prince. He's a newcomer who, you know, he stepped in the spotlight. He scored, you know, 17 points. And he was on a four or five shooting from the three-point distance. Plus, a, he did a steal. I mean, he was showing off in this game. I really like what I saw in him. And because his last name is Prince, I really love him. <laughs> you know, I, I'm going to buy his, his jersey for that simple reason, because I want to have a Laker jersey that says Prince on the back of it. But nevertheless, you know, Darvin Ham thinks big things about Torian Prince. He says he's a pro's pro. He's strong. He's the quintessential three and a D guy. He plays defense. He's a guy who doesn't have to, you know, who doesn't have to force anything, he said. Now, um, are you familiar with Torian Prince at all, um, Larry? Yes. You know, I remember he played in Atlanta, I believe, and then he was with, um, I think he was with the Nets, but he's mm-hmm. in, and he's with Minnesota. He's he's a good player. He's a solid, you know, he's, a, he's been around a journeyman, and he's a guy that, uh, doesn't really seem like he's not somebody to complain. He comes in, he gets his minutes, and does all the little things that you need on the floor. I mean, he's somebody yeah. that uh, I really like this game. I remember when we took on, I think it was Minnesota uh, in that playing game tournament. I think it, I think he was playing them for him, and 
he was out there on the floor just really hustling and things. And I mean, and you need that because, yeah. you know, a lot of time when you have, you know, a team top heavy like this, you got to have guys that can come in and do the little things. I mean, yeah. the little things a lot of time make the difference, but I think they're going to have to, if he continues like he's doing, then they're going to, in minutes, that's five minutes for him because, uh, you know, he clearly is a guy that wants to play hard and work hard and win out there. And, right. um, so I, I I like that. That was a very good signing um, that we got this summer, Torian Prince. I agree. I agree. I'm looking forward to see him playing more and doing well. And, you know, defense wins games. I don't care what nobody yeah. say. Defense wins games. That's, that's how you win. Yeah. You know, yeah. that Kobe mentality, I don't know, it doesn't exist, exist in this league. And, you know, just not, you know, even though some of these players, you know, on the Eastern Conference, such as Tatum and some of these other players who did attend Kobe Bryant's, you know, camp or had conversation with Kobe Bryant, you know, they tried to achieve that mama mentality, and there are some levels of it there in some of these pe- some of these kids who did get to know and talk, and, but there's no one in this league today that has the work ethic of Kobe Bryant. As you know, as you're going to find out here on Everything Lakers, Kobe Bryant is my GOAT, no matter what. I don't care. That's my GOAT, period. And some will say Everything Lakers is really everything Kobe, but it's not. I love the Lakers. I love basketball. I've been a basketball fan. Kobe's just been that one for me. He's on that level that I've never seen before. He's my era. So that's why I give Kobe everything and all the props, but um, I had to, I had to, I had to digress right there real quick. <laughs> well, but you know, back... he he was such a, mm-hmm, I agree, he was such a unique player, and mm-hmm. um, just his work ethic, and you, and, you know, you could see it even as a rookie that this kid was yeah. going to be really special. What 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 really got me gravitated to him was that series with Utah '98, and he literally put that, even though he was throwing up air balls, but you could mm-hmm. see that. He wanted to win, and right. that, and uh, just that I mean, because he was I think he was probably nineteen at the time, and and that series, even though we lost against Utah, you you could see him commanding the ball, wanting the ball when it counts, taking the pressure, taking the shots. I mean, and um, I, I knew he was going to be a really great player. I mean, I, I, yeah. I could I could just see it. I mean, I knew this guy, and I'm I'm glad Charlotte you know traded uh, with us to get him because. You know, I mean, that was, I, like, I mean, they probably scratched their heads. <laughs> you know, it, it, that was that was a great move by the Lakers and Jerry West and Dr. Bustam to uh, go ahead and trade for him. Yeah, it was amazing, you know, you know, the way they acquired Kobe Bryant. You know, Eddie Jones, who was my favorite player at the time, told Jerry West about Kobe Bryant. And it was at the midst of, you know, Shaq, them signing Shaq and Shaq getting a deal yeah. with the Lakers and Jerry West yeah. telling Shaq, listen, I got this young player that I'm bringing in. And he was talking about the, the one and only Kobe Bryant. And Shaq didn't care because Shaq got the deal of his life that he wanted. Um, but to marry those two together was amazing. And, you know, still till this day I miss and love Kobe and, if he was here today, if he was here today, oh, my God. But, you know, rest in peace to him and everyone who who did die in that um, accident. All right, let's move on, you guys. I don't want to be melancholy. I love Kobe. And, again, I just wanted to explain the fact that Kobe Bryant is always and will be 
my goat. Uh, all right, so moving on to the next uh, pre-season uh, game today at 4 o'clock p.m. After I finish this podcast, I will be getting prepared to hit my way over to the crypto arena. I hope that they win this game. But, you know, mm-hmm. the Los Angeles, you know, let me just give a little background on the history between the Lakers and, and, and the Milwaukee uh, uh, Bucks. Um, you know, Back to the early years of the both franchises, the Lakers originally was based in Minneapolis. If you are a Laker fan, you know that. Yeah. And the Bucks, an expansion team, first faced each other in the 1968-69 NBA season. Now, I was just a little tight at the time when uh, the Lakers met up with the Milwaukee Bucks. One of the most significant moments in their history together was the 1971 NBA Finals where the Bucks was led by Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and Oscar Robertson, defeated the Lakers in a thrilling series to win the first NBA championship. Now, over the years, the Lakers and Bucks have had varying levels of success with both franchises experiencing periods of dominance. Um, the Lakers with legendary players like Magic Johnson, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Shaquille O'Neal, and, of course, the one and only Kobe Bryant have won multiple NBA championships. That's 16. 16 they have so far. Now, or is it 17 now? Uh, the Bucks, yeah, 17. I thought so. Yeah, 17. Now, the Bucks, on the other hand, went through some lean years but made a resurgence, especially with the emergence of Giannis Antico, I can't say his last name. Antikopo. Antikopo. I, I can never get that name. I can't name. get his name. Yeah, but Giannis, y'all know what I mean, Giannis. And, you know, Giannis led them to an NBA championship in 2021. I want to say, yes, they were the last Eastern Conference team to win a championship. Um, so they hold it over there on the Eastern cover. Of course, Golden State, took, uh, I mean, um, the Denver Nuggets took it last year. But the history between the Lakers and the Milwaukee Bucks represents the broader narrative of the NBA's evolution in the changing, for, the changing fortunes, fortunes of its teams and star players over decades. So I'm looking forward to this game, and I'm hoping and I'm believing that uh, Milwaukee Bucks will play Giannis and Damian Lillard tonight as well as the Lakers playing their starters. You know, even if uh, – LeBron decides to just play for the first half. I'm fine with that because I'm cool with it. I love AD and Austin Reeves on the floor. That's what I love together. What are your thoughts, Larry, on this um, uh, on, I like today? Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I'd like to see them. I'd like to see them if, uh, him and uh, Giannis on the floor together, and then hopefully uh, AD and LeBron will play a little bit more minutes because I'd like to see a little bit more. Hopefully we can – with the chemistry and things, you know, LeBron on the floor with like the second unit and then playing with the starters a little more. Cause, um, you know, the 24th, I think that starts the regular season. I, I think that starts the 24th. Uh, so I definitely like to see that. And uh, because these are uh, two teams that are both going in very good directions. And then, you know, you look at the history of the two of them, you think about uh, 1975 when we got, uh, I believe, Kareem from the uh, – the Bucks, I think it was like two first round back draft picks, and which you know today in the NBA you would have to probably give up six first round picks for them. And you think about the you know the fortunes of our franchise benefiting from getting green from the Bucks, 
Um, you know, and then he teams up Magic Johnson and gets five rings over there and just starts that Showtime era and all that. I mean, so this was I, I'm looking forward to this game today, and because um, I, you know, I was talking to my brother Ken. He he believes that he thinks he he was saying he believes that could be a final possible matchup. Okay, yeah, I can see that too. I can see that now. I'm hoping you know that you know again, you know LeBron and AD they just sit out for for the purposes of just being rested. And I agree. I'm cool with that. Now, the start time, if you're listening, you guys, and you don't know, the start time, the Lakers and the Bucks will tip off at 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time if you're on the eastern coast like Larry is. That's 7 o'clock for you guys. Um, at the crypto, so they're back home in L.A., which I, I love. I love being at home in the crypto arena. I really don't like going to see the Lakers elsewhere but there. Um, it will be televised nationally on ESPN, and also if you have uh, Spectrum Sportsnet. If you're a Laker fan and if you want to watch every game, every game, you have to be uh, a spec. You got to be part of Spectrum Sportsnet. You have to be. Otherwise, you have to wait until the game is over and see the highlights on YouTube or on television. Um, but injury notes and updates regarding the Lakers, you know, they have not released it as of yet. But so, um, but the guys who have set out games so far, we already know LeBron and AD. They they sit out just and Austin Reeves too. They just sit those guys out to rest. I don't see um, with the loss to Golden State Warriors um, in this preseason series. Um, I don't think that Darvin Ham. He probably will allow them to play the first half of it and may possibly, if they're winning, sit them out the second half of it. Um, but we do have some injuries. Cam Reddish. He has an ankle. In, injury, um, Gabe Vincent, he has back tightness, and then, of course, Jared Vanderbilt, his heel. So they all will not play, but they are clear. I mean, they may play. My apologies. They may play because they've all been cleared to play in this game. So we may see those three guys in the game. LeBron, though, like I said, he sat out every other game so far. So hitting, you know, sitting out on Sunday and then playing the team's final preseason game on Thursday wouldn't be surprising. Um, so, but they are, the Lakers are reportedly monitoring, um, Jarrett Vanderbilt's heel injury closely, but they believe he will be ready for the regular season. So when the regular season hit, so, um, he will be available. And just, you know, going into the regular season and looking at the uh, schedule that's coming up, um, because most of these games that they've been playing, Larry, are at home. That most of their preseason has been played here at home. And um, but going forward, excuse me. After this game, of course, they have three days off. They you know Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. They don't play again. They play Phoenix Suns seven o'clock p.m. here oh. Thursday in L.A. Um, at the Crypto Arena, and then after that, Friday and Saturday, Sunday, Monday, they have time off. Then they travel over to Denver. They yeah. travel over to Denver on the twenty fourth of October. So that's going to be an exciting game, I think. Um, that's going to be on TNT, October 24th. It's also going to be on ESPN, ESPN Radio. So uh, right now, you know, Denver's, Denver is one and one. They're one and one yeah. at this point. Um, let me see, who did they lose to? Um, I don't see who they lost to, but they are one and one. I mean, again, it's preseason. People are just really laying it out to see. Uh, what players uh, they have. But Thursday, you guys, against Denver, is their last preseason game. 
It's the last preseason game again. That will be their last against Denver. And so that's going to be an interesting game. Uh, I mean, against Phoenix. My bad. I'm so bad. Um, My bad. Phoenix will be, correction, you guys, Phoenix is their last preseason game here in L.A. at the Crypto Center. They actually start their season opener away with the Denver Nuggets. And then they come back and they play Phoenix again that Thursday. Um, that Thursday, I want to say. Let me just make sure I'm giving y'all the right info um, because um, it's a little confusing on their schedule here that they're giving me. I just want to make sure I'm giving y'all the right information. Preseason, NBA preseason, because it may end on the following Thursday. Let me just see. Preseason, let me see. Okay, right. NBA regular season. Let me see when that starts. I'll be getting some of this stuff. I'll be getting wrong. I just want to make sure I get it right to you guys. NBA regular season starts. Yes, it does. It starts with the Nuggets. So I am giving you right info. It starts with the Denver Nuggets away on the 24th of October. From there, we come back home. We play Phoenix again as a regular season game. And that's when the Lakers really got to just turn it up. They got to be on point. What do you think, Lake, um, Larry? I agree because you know the the season will be it, it's like right around the corner, yeah. and they're gonna have to be on point because you know Denver's got something to prove and you know they're gonna be um, opening night looking to try to put a you know uh, to get a win on us and it's the trophy ceremony so uh, they they have to Lakers are gonna have to come out and and come out the gate hopefully come out you know firing ready to go because uh, you got. Denver and if you're and then Phoenix and these are two teams that could possibly be teams that you might run into possibly in the Western Conference Finals and all that if you get there and all that. So mm-hmm. it's just those are the teams that you know you those you want to come out and make a statement early, especially against Denver. The fact that they uh, they were you know clowning us after they you know that series with us, saying what they were saying. So I think the Lakers will be ready. I think they'll be inspired and ready to go because. Uh, Nobody's really picking us. Everybody, like I was looking at the ESPN rankings, they got us like 41 wins, I think, which to me, that's, yeah. that's an insult. I think this team's going to win well over 50-something games this year. Um, so I think, just, you know, I think I think the Lakers are going to be a lot better than what people think. I, I was, you know, saying that. Uh, and then, you know, when you look at uh, just how the season is and everything, you just want to come out and, hopefully can, you know, get one of those, uh, you know, home court advantage in, you know, a couple rounds or so. Uh, mm-hmm. So you don't have to, and if we have to play a team like Denver and we got home court, they come to us because, you know, you don't want to have to go on, you know, you go on the road and things like that, just different situations because, you know, referees and things. But uh, I'm looking forward to this season. I'm looking forward to it. Um, I, I, you know, said last week that uh, I still think that the Lakers are going to, be looking to make a trade somewhere, depending on how the season goes and all that. And yeah. um, I definitely believe that a team to watch for is the Mavericks because that situation down there, and then maybe if things go south with Kyrie and Luka, uh, Lakers might be able to put a deal together to get, you know, Kyrie. I mean, I'm not saying that's going to happen, wow. but you just never know with that situation down there. We never there. know. We never know no. until next year. We're not going to know some things yeah. until 2024. I'm so in agreement with you right now. Now, I'm going to take a quick music break, and then we're going to come back. We're going to end this show talking about LeBron James, y'all. LeBron James, 
basically just signed a four-year deal. I thought it was a two-year, but LeBron James agrees to a four-year, $153.3 million deal with the damn Lakers, y'all. Oh, no, 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 wait. The, the, my bad. My bad. I'm giving, I knew it was something wrong. ESPN giving me wrong. Forgive me, y'all. You know, that's why I hate Google sometimes. That's why I like using chat GPT. But, no, LeBron actually signed a two-year deal. I thought so. Why are they giving me old information that happened in 2018 here? Anyway, nevertheless, we're going to come back. It was a $90-plus-thousand-dollar deal, a two-year deal. We're going to come back and talk about that real quick, you guys. But in the meantime, let me get into the next episode featuring Dr. Dre. I mean, Dr. Dre featuring Snoop Dogg, y'all.
$1.1 million contract extension through the 2024-2025 season with the L.A. Lakers. And um, he announced this last Wednesday. His you know, his agent is CEO Rich Paul of Clutch Sports, um, said, you know, this is the maximum deal that uh, LeBron James, the highest played player in the NBA history, his new deal includes a player option that would keep the second leading scorer in the NBA history with the Lakers past his 40th birthday, which is this December. The Lakers officially announced the extension on Thursday. You know, LeBron is 37 years old. He is headed into the final year of his most recent contract with the L.A. Lakers, who signed the four-time NBA most MVP and the four-time league champion in July 2018. This new deal means that, you know, the 18-time, he's an 18-time All-Star. He makes $46.7 million this season. But, you know, with injuries, you know, LeBron is likely to surpass uh well, he did. He did surpass Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, NBA's career scoring king. Um, but LeBron and the Lakers also still hope to be a contention for another title. And the LeBron is out there saying he wants to win this year for his son. So we'll see if that happens. What are your thoughts on this, Larry, with this new deal? Not Almost $100 million for two years. It's crazy to well, me. I mean, well, I mean, he's deserving of it. Um, I guess the thing I, I guess we'd have to look at is, you know, with the you know injuries and things. I mean, I, I still think there are, as far as the younger guys, got to also think about the future too. But I mean, but he's still playing at a, a superb level, and um, you know, I mean, I, I didn't. I mean, I'm sure none of us seen him playing this long. I mean, that's that's longevity. My God, you know that's you know, but um, well deserving. But uh, I guess I, I I I don't I don't I guess I'd be looking at you know with injuries and you know just like I mean how I mean he's still going, but you know that's always a concern there, you know. But yeah, it it is it, it's a concern. I mean, it's just crazy to me. I, you know, it's unlikely that he will leave. You know, he will leave the Lakers. You know, even though he has that option in his in his in his contract, I think he won't leave. He's pretty, um, you know, stable here in L.A. His family is pretty stable here. You know, his son going to USC, uh, Bronny going to USC, playing uh, NBA. You know, he is going to be, you know, playing in um, this year, even though he experienced that cardiac arrest uh, with his son. Uh, and then his other son, you know, they were going to a high school here where I live, nearby Sierra Canyon. Um, but, however, his youngest son, um, who is just, I really think, is going to be the star of the family, Bryce uh, James. He transferred Sierra, from Sierra Canyon to Notre Dame here, right here in, in Sherman Oaks, in the valley here. So he's no longer at Sierra Canyon. Um, he is he is now signed um, over at uh, Notre Dame. Um, which Bryce is just, I think he really is the one that's going to come out out of the um, family tree as being that one like LeBron. Um, but I do believe that he intends to stay here. I don't believe that he will leave. But, you know, yeah. anything can happen. You know, LeBron don't show up this season uh, or next year. You know, Laker fans, they, they don't care. They don't care who you are. Oh. <laughs> they will try to run you out of Los Angeles. <laughs> Trust me, believe me. That's just how Laker fans are. Um, but, you know, 
like I said, LeBron, if he bring it this year, I don't think, again, as long as LeBron stay healthy, I think he's a great asset to the Lakers as well as AD. If AD stays, um, we're good. We're good. All right? We're good. So we're going to, um, we got about four minutes left. Larry, is there anything you want to say before we get up out of here? Um, you know what? I, I, there was a, let me ask you this: How do you feel about the NBA with the um, with these teams wearing the home jerseys on the road and road jerseys at home? I mean, like, what do you think? I didn't know that. Know that was something yeah, going I mean, I, on. I, I, it's been the last four, uh, three, four years now. They've been doing that. Like teams will wear their road jerseys at home, and teams with some of a lot of them wearing the home on the road. I I personally don't really care for that. I think to me because. It just does, it looks ridiculous to me if a team's on the road and they're wearing their home jersey. Yeah, that's confusing. I just, it's like confusing. It confu- to, I mean, you know. You know. I, to be honest with you, I haven't paid attention to it, but it is confusing. I mean, a lot of people, you know, old school, we like to see them playing their home. Yeah. When they're at home, playing your home jerseys. Um, yeah. When you're away, playing your away jerseys. But you know what? Now that I pay attention now, I do notice that. They have. They have been wearing, you know, away jerseys at home. Yeah, it, it, it is a big confusion, but at the same time, I never even paid attention to it. <laughs> so, I don't know. I get yeah. it. I get it for, you know, old school. Old school. So, we're going to um, end the show. Thank you, Larry. I always appreciate you taking time oh. out your morning and being here with me. We, we're here every Sunday morning, you guys, 9.30 a.m. Spread the word. We're here. We're going to always be here at 9.30. We're going to go consistently no matter what. We'll do a 45-minute show. We'll do a 60-minute show to this morning. We did a 45-minute because I need to get ready to to get um, um, to get to this game today. But we'll be back next Sunday. Thank you guys for tuning in. We're out, and this is we're going to go out on one of my favorite songs, y'all. I love this song, How We Roll, because this is how the Lakers roll and everything Lakers. I'm your Lakers. Ciao, y'all. Trying to catch a vibe because you got your
That's how the Lakers roll, y'all. Peace out.